Following the recording of uh, the last episode, we just we got into a little talk uh, uh, talking about how Endgame was just lightning in a bottle, and there was a little excerpt and a small discussion on Star Wars that came out of it. Just felt like it needed to be put up. It was interesting. We'll probably go into it a lot more later, but for now, this is this is just a snippet of where it was going. Hit the music. I'm your freak of the week. <laughs> I, right. I, I gotta admit though it's just impressive like how does a studio do something like this it's mm. just I agree. you have a Feige you can do no, anything Mike, no, but, no, <laughs> no no it's not it's, that though yeah I know you're it's, right it's, it's an amazing <laughs> number of things that came together like, I mean like the closest you could say is James Bond but even James Bond never no, and, level. And first yeah of all, I agree First of all, they're at 24 movies with James Bond over the course of like 50, 60 years. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm Yeah, that's true. To do it in 10 years, 21 movies, 22 movies, all together cohesively. I, I just mean... Unbelievable. Any, in a fifth of mean, the time. Yeah, all these companies want to try to do something like this, but yeah. I don't see how you could feasibly think that it's easy to achieve or could be achieved. Yeah, they, no, you can't. They just have that mentality that if they could do it, why can't we? But there's obviously more to it than that. It's Wait. a thinking that has to change. They got the right kind of people. You know, it's it's a lot of things came together to create something. I think them not even having their main characters also helped too. Because them yes. having to think sideways. It forced them to get creative. Yeah, force them to get more creative and create a formula that can constantly be chewed up over and over and over again. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of these movies are very samey, but they're all entertaining and worth watching. You yeah. Know? Luck. Some luck, too, man. They weren't all winners. There were some kind of meh. Yeah, but there. even the ones that are meh, you can only compare it to other movies in their library because they're still better than all the other superhero movies in comparison. Oh, I'm talking about beyond superheroes. What? There's never been a series like this. Maybe no. on TV shows, yeah, this, yeah. but not not in movies. The, b- yeah. Remember how I described it? I was like, this is basically the conclusion to a really expensive television series. Right. <laughs> but the closest you get is, I think, horror movies that spin off each other. But yeah, but so this, this, like this. this is, I was I, I was talking about this with with Terry because you know the trailers for everything else, and we were like, oh, Godzilla, that's gonna be fun. There's all these movies that's gonna be fun, and I was like, you know what? People oh my keep God, complaining. I'm so hyped for Godzilla. It looks amazing, right? Yeah. All right, but I gotta go. I got an emergency. All right, all right. I'll talk all to right. you later. But finish what you were saying. Yeah. Bro. Oh, I was but, just gonna say that people are complaining all the time that all we get now are prequels, remakes, and all this stuff. I'm and... still recording just because this is good. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I and I disagree because I think fundamentally filmmaking has evolved. Something like this that we're talking about could not have been possible 20 years ago. We have evolved to a place where the MCU is possible. And so we we gotta stop thinking about movies as one-off things because they're they're almost always not. It's it's a bigger thing. It's a bigger concept of storytelling. They're not a snapshot anymore. It's a, you know what I mean? They just evolved, they just evolved. You're completely right, Pete. And it's been that way since nostalgia was something marketable. 
Yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars makes a good case for that, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, like thirty years worth of stuff. Countless yeah, but, TV shows. But the thing true. Is, 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 Star Wars Actually, was the old guard for this stuff. They're not the present guard for this stuff. Like today, everybody's Star Wars is the MCU. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's their biggest shit there is, man. Like seriously, because Star Wars uh, isn't Star Wars. Star Wars can never be what it was because what it was was that because it was original. It was they're the first ones who yeah, did it. Yeah, it, it, it was it lightning was, in a bottle. For it sure. was groundbreaking yeah. and stuff like that. They meanwhile the MCU broke the ground and they're still digging in it. Star Wars stopped and let it breathe out for thirty because like Lucas did not make many movies and like I tell you the thing is is like the worst thing Lucas did the worst thing Lucas did was still was the people he picked to run his studios, period. Because um, the same people who ran his studios when he there is the same people running it now. You know what I'm saying? And they, 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 they're, they're missing something to some degree to understand. Yeah, it's called, origin- oh, it's called originality. <laughs> it's not just originality. It's more to it than that. It's, it's more. I think what they're missing is understanding exactly what Star Wars is. Because if, if you had to sit me down and ask me what Star Wars is, I say Star Wars is everybody's because when Lucas originally created Star Wars, he created those three movies. Yeah, but he didn't do it alone. But then he let those sit. And what marinated was a hodgepodge of things created by so many people from writers to role players to freaking comic book writers. And all of these things came into the Star Wars universe to create the universe that it was. And so that when they pick this up later and they have to sweep all of that away... If they're going to sweep all that away, they, what, the only way that's going to work is if they take at least some of the stuff that was part of that hodgepodge and, and give us that back. Give it back. Like, take one of the best book series and do that as a movie, and then you watch. Everybody would receive everything they do a lot better because it says, okay, you still acknowledge that it's ours too. You know what I'm saying? Because But, but they have no interest in doing that. Because they don't, they're not aware of hmm. a lot of the keys that are missing because Pete, Everything in Star for example, the names of the planets in Star Wars, the aliens in Star Wars, that was created by the role-playing game. Mm. Um, side adventures that established certain factors of these characters, like Han Solo being a pilot and stuff like a former pilot or being part of the Empire. That was from the novelizations. These mm-hmm. things all come from other things that was not Lucas. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? That was not. Yeah, absolutely. No, that makes sense. He just allowed everybody to add shit to his universe. Again, similarly, that's that's what the MCU is. The MCU is drawing from 70 years of that's the difference. Yeah, that's the difference. They're drawing from 70 years of comics. They're taking the concepts and the cores of these things. They're not casting it aside. Like, like, I agree that a good portion of the expanded universe of Star Wars is garbage, but there's a lot of (laughs) golden gems that kept the system rolling as a good wheel because Star Wars flailed a couple of times, but then you got Shadows of the Empire, you got the Thrawn trilogy, you got friggin' even the Yuuzhan Vong thing that, that people were divided on that kept it alive. You get what I'm saying? Because uh, you'll remember this. Years ago, for the N64, they released something called Shadows of the Empire that released a character called Dash Rendar. It was a, it was a video game where you're playing a freaking smuggler Dash. and you're, you're, you're <laughs> battling out of Hoth and he has his own story. That revitalized Star Wars for the next 15 years following it. 
it was practically its own movie because the novelization felt like a movie. It had a video game that was awesome. They had music for the freaking like you could read the book and listen to music, so you feel like you're That's reading cool. a movie. But Mike, Mike, a, a lot of the LucasArts games were doing that too, not just Dash, not just no, 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 Empire. No, no, no. no, the other LucasArts games were good, but they were more niche. Dash's thing crossed so many lines that revitalized, literally revitalized the company in so many ways. That's when they said we should make prequels. It's literally what triggered them to make prequels. Because before that, it wasn't viable anymore. Star Wars was dead in the water for a while, just something that was, you know, something in the past. It was 2001 Space Odyssey, as far as everyone was concerned. Some, some, <laughs> something, something that sparked people's memories of the things that they Yeah, and, and incited the nostalgia. Now, I'm perfectly fine with them cleaning everything out, but if you're going to take Thrawn and put him in your cartoon, you know your cartoon's not for kids anymore. It's not. It's not, because Thrawn means nothing to them. Thrawn was a character for us that we read that was important. But that's always, that's, that's always been the argument about Star Wars in general, though, Mike. Yeah, saying and it's for kids is, and then doing shit to attract the adults. <laughs> you know, you can't... Well, not just attracting them. Like, a lot of the themes, Rogue One is not for kids. No. It's just not. No um, one can convince me Rogue One, any, any kid should be watching Rogue One. It's a great story, but it's a bleak war wartime story and, and it has a really salty ending. So, you know, you don't take your seven year old to watch that. That's yeah, not... so yeah, well that that was my rant. If I could sit down with the people in charge, Kathleen Kennedy and all of them, I would tell them if you just make the friggin' uh Timothy Zahn three book series, you would earn so much credit with all of your fans that you get away with murder for the next decade. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like seriously, they if they just adapted that but, one book but they series. Can't, but they can't do shit. they can't do uh this uh the Zon stuff. They could still the window's do it. gone. Huh? No, they could still do it because there's a thirty year gap where they detailed nothing. They've detailed nothing. And the Zon is isn't Luke Leanne Han still show up in those move in those uh, books though? Yeah, and that takes place Shortly after Return of the Jedi. Shortly after Return of the Jedi. And that was a great thing. And they could just, if they did it, they would earn so you're much. Saying, you're saying they'd have to recast all of them. Yes. Do it. Go all in. Do it. No, I'm serious. If they do it, and they do it, and they zero in on doing it, and they zero in on making that book, it would earn so much credit out of people. There's so many premiere moments it's a great story it's i agree i agree with that part i just at this point i'm kind of burnt on the idea of recasting but that's but that's why they would earn so much credit because once they do that and successfully do it by honing in on it and adapting the actual story they would give themselves so much allowance for things because now you could open up recasting it's like it's like we've recasted the hulk before you know what i'm saying so that's why we were able to get friggin' Ruffalo, and nobody cared. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, 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 you once you get people used to a certain thing, it becomes a thing that they can deal with. We've gotten used to the fact that James Mostly. Bond will be different, so James Bond is accepted as being different over and over again. Sure, sure. I, I, I get Doctor Who too, and I get that, but that that doesn't work for everything. I don't think. I think. Um, I think it's a better is, try than what they're doing. I'll give you that. And I do hope. That uh, I do hope that this Rise of Skywalker is just a change of the Jedi name, the organization. I, 
Because it would make sense. Because Revenge of the Sith was about the Sith. Return of the Jedi was about the Jedi. Rise of Skywalker, uh, like renaming the whole Jedi school of thought into Skywalker. Give him his ode out. Oh my God. Anyway, we're dragging on. That whole, that, <laughs> yeah. that, that whole sentence, idea, name, just it hurts my soul. I don't know why. And it's fries weird. my brains. It's such a ridiculous thing. It's so clickbaity. <laughs> You'll never believe what, what this Jedi does. <laughs> you, you won't believe what Luke looks like 30 years later. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I I don't feel old yet. I don't think it's about Luke. I think it's about his name. That's no, what, I know it's not. Yeah, I it's think not. it's about his name. It, I don't know what it's I think it's, about. it's as simple as Rey as a Skywalker because JJ already said he's undoing number he's undoing the previous one that, it's a little annoying that's a great that's a great foot to start off on i that, agree with that, you that's, that's annoying like, like no no that's not good i'm actually totally over jj I'm being, I'm being very sarcastic um if i wasn't clear about that part yeah a little great foot to start on yeah that Look, is not yeah I, not, don't i don't, I don't put it past him though i'm over him in terms of this stuff now move forward I, don't don't rewind i know I just, just don't like they're gonna go back and that's what we've done. I gotta go, guys. And All right. All right. Later. See you later. Yeah, sorry for the abrupt conclusion to it, but we had to break. It was, um, but it was definitely a topic that I thought needed to be addressed. And maybe on a later date, we'll go into it further, just on the concept of Star Wars as it's identified by the public, as a pop culture phenomenon that it was. And, you know, coming off of the entire MCU reaching its conclusion with Endgame, Endgame as the pop culture um uh benchmark that it is a 22 movie lightning in a bottle situation that several companies and several movie studios have tried to recreate to no success um not being able to put their finger on what makes the mcu itself be so successful how they pulled it off many say it's feige many say it's because they got all their 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 eggs in you know in the right basket and some people say it's because they started off with their lesser known characters what have you everybody has their theories no one could really put their finger on it and if anyone could i'm sure it could be recreated a lot easier but previous to um previous to the mcu success um was star wars which they were lightning in a bottle and everything that they've released after those first original three the um the prequels the in-betweens and the sequel saga have not been met with the same success of the original trilogy so one asked was that lightning in a bottle and they are they because of the time in between and not riding the heat that they had having to start over basically from scratch and reintroducing a new audience to it have they lost that chance of lightning in a bottle have they missed that moment that mark um that's a discussion for another time but that 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 that's the topic of where it was going and um 
And I don't think we had any answers. We never really do have any answers. Just, you know, two or more of us having opinions. But I think it's something worth discussing and worth thinking about because companies or movie studios are going to continue to try to recreate what the MCU did. And, um, and, and it seems Star Wars is going to tre- keep trying to catch the fire that is Star Wars and more power to them. They should because, you know, like Disney bought it. They're, they're going to want their money's worth out of it. Um, and uh, now, mind you, boohoo, they are making bank off of Star Wars crit- critical success or critical failure. They are making bank off of it, whether the fans are divided or all for it, you know. But they want that unquestionable victory. You know, that's what the MCU's been having, their unquestionable victories. 22 movies of unquestionable victories. At the time of this recording, um, uh, Endgame is not even in its second weekend and is closely approaching... Um, hitting the two billion mark as uh, people make the joke online. They have uh, uh, pictures from Avatar with Captain America from uh, Winter Soldier running up behind him saying, on your left, because they're quickly approaching that benchmark of being a freaking a box office gold mine. Now, the MCU as a whole is already a gold mine, so... Um, other companies recreating that, of course they're going to keep trying. Of course they're not going to let go. But the question is, how? And can it be done? Or was this just a unique situation that no matter how hard you try, you can't find that lightning in a bottle? We'll see. We'll try next time. See ya! Later, I will see you later. Bye-bye, hater, I will see you later, bye-bye, see y'all.